0: G'day and welcome to another episode of the Luke's Lowdown podcast. Yes, we are flying through this series and today I have a very special guest with me, uh, Mr. Warren Pohl from 33 Shake. We are recording here in London and there's something going down. You probably heard the sirens outside. Um, But today we're talking about going against the grain, doing something that Really, everyone else is not doing doing what you want to do. Okay, so we're going to dive into it right now with Mr. Warren Pole from Thirty Three Shake. So, wasa? How are you, mate?
1: Mate, I am very good, and uh, honoured, excited, and ecstatic to be on your <laughs> podcast. It's uh, it's unusual. Normally, we just sit around talking about stuff and ramble all over the place it's uh nice to be able to do it
0: do it with a purpose no exactly so let's give the listeners a little bit of context um so we've been friends now for uh must be about six years um we've became very close about four or five years ago and we got introduced to one another by a mutual friend we'll give him a shout out mr james dunn from kinetic revolution I know he's a listener to the Luke Laydown Podcast, so thanks for connecting us. Um, so yeah, we're, we're very close mates. We are very close mates. Uh, Hugh even were uh, my best man, technically, at the wedding that we had. Um, so yeah, we know each other quite well, and I thought it'd be great to actually record one of our conversations, because we dive into um, some pretty heavy topics at times when we, when we chat. So I wanted to dive into... 33 Shake, okay, the real food sports nutrition company that you co-founded, and I would like to let you do an introduction to let the listeners know, if they don't already know, what is and who are 33 Shake? Well, it's funny you
1: should ask that, Luke, because sat next to us here, we are currently in my living room, um, which is also an open plan kitchen because... I don't know if anyone else has an apartment in London, but uh, you've got to make the most of your space. And we have here a table, and this is the table where 33 Shake actually began. Um, And if it wasn't for 33 Shake, we wouldn't know each other because that's kind of how it was through running ultra marathons that I got injured, that I met James Dunn, he rebuilt me. Then the more I got into nutrition, he's like, hey, you should have a chat with Luke. He's really into his nutrition as well. He likes his sport, he runs a long way. That's that's where it all comes from. And and that kitchen table sat next to me here is, is where 33 started. So the short deal is, as an ultra runner, um and at the time I was a journalist, couldn't find like sports nutrition just made me ill. Um I realized that it was super common in the space that people would have stomach trouble, energy issues, immune function tro- problems. Uh, longer term gut health issues uh, even going right down towards mental issues and stuff that could and often were dietary related so when I started to peel back the curtain along with my wife Erica who co-founded the company with me because she was also in the same boat and our, our third partner Dan we started peeling back what was in sports nutrition and it was horrible you know, on, on the simplest notion, people know that fruit and veg is good for you and processed stuff in junk food is not. That's why it's called junk food. Yet so many of those junk food ingredients are being sold to athletes under the guise of sports nutrition. And, um, you know, business is business. I've got nothing against that. But junk food, I at least feel, is honest because the clue's in the name. Whereas to hand on heart stand up and sell the same stuff in a different packet to an athlete and tell them it's good for their health and performance, that... That, I think, is little short of... Let's just say it's low behavior. Um, So rather than moan about that and get a soapbox down at (laughs) Hyde Park, I decided, I know. Oh, I didn't decide. Erica, myself, and Dan, we decided, let's start a company from this kitchen table right here. Let's make sports nutrition with the best possible natural ingredients we can, but with all the convenience that you expect in sports nutrition and that you need. So that is where 33 Shake uh, came from. Our first product was a shake blend with 33 ingredients and that's where we took the company name from. That will be changing shortly to just 33 uh, Natural Sports Nutrition but don't worry but 33shake.com you will still find us there.
0: There you go. Heard it first here on the Luke's Laydown Podcast. Literally we are dropping hot
1: off the press bombs right there. That is not public anywhere else apart from this kitchen but now (laughs) you guys know it all.
0: Exactly. So yeah, it's 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 an amazing story where you struggled to find something that was suiting your needs. So you couldn't find anything in this, well, in this very congested space that is sports nutrition. You go to any running show, you go to any nutri- um, triathlon show, and there's just stands and stands of the latest, the most scientifically proven sports nutrition. Um, but a lot of it is made from the same, if not similar, uh, ingredients. So I guess the first question that I want to dive in with you is, <sighs> you went against the grain. You wanted to create a real food, sports nutrition product, okay? So what were some of the difficulties that you found or why, why did you want to go completely against the grain and what difficulties did you find when you decided to start out and do this?
1: Well, I think ignorance is bliss, right? And I can look back and see how we went against the grain. But at the time, it was simply, this stuff doesn't exist. And we were very uh, frustrated ourselves in what was available. And we felt that athletes you know, who are a community that we're part of and uh, really respect and enjoy being around people we value were being really undervalued by the market as it stood and we wanted to change that so that's sort of the spur for it but what then happened because no no products existed then that were made with anything that even looked like food um, that forced us to go completely against the grain and so to do that I mean the challenges were endless because It helped that we knew nothing about the existing industry, right? If we had a background in the sports nutrition industry, then we would have done things the way everyone else didn't, you know, or we would have borrowed from that. We knew nothing. Forget the fact we knew nothing about business when we started it. You know, Eric was a film director, I was a journalist. Um, What did we know about starting a company? So everything felt new, everything was new. And that ignorance, enthusiasm, and that mission to try and do something much better for athletes that actually did justice to the work they put in, um, that drove us through the hurdles. But, I mean, where do you want to begin with the hurdles? I mean, you want to try and find packaging for a, an energy gel that you have to hydrate yourself, like a product that totally doesn't even exist other than in our heads. Like, the, even the packaging, like, we went to... Uh, just I'll give you just one example here. So, we're making a product that doesn't exist. It's not even like it's like another product that exists. You use it the same as an energy gel, you know, you've used them for for loads of erases. But you have to add the water to it first, uh, or the fluid. And no other gel exists like that, but we had to do that to keep the ingredients whole, to preserve the integrity, to get the maximum bang for buck out of it. We're at the Earl's Court food packaging show, which is as boring as it sounds. And we have got lucky. We've hit the jackpot. We have got a ten-minute slot with the president of the Food Packaging Society, who's like or association, who is giving you know sort of advisory slots. And we say, okay, here's our here's our problem. What can we do? And the only advice was, you need to have your own machinery. You'll need to make your own factory, your own machinery, and do your own production run at like tens of thousands of units at a time. Now, bear in mind we got no money, we got no investors, we're bootstrapping this whole thing. Um, That's never gonna work. And yet that's what the established experts in the space are telling us. So when you go against the grain, your challenges don't, they're not just twice as big, they are 10 times as big. But your space of opportunity is not just twice as big, it's 10 times as big. Because if nobody's done it and you can do it, well then suddenly you're the first person in a class of one.
0: So it's been seven years, seven years. With change,
1: seven years. Actually, six years coming up. Seven years. Seven years in September. um, Since we first set out on the
0: journey. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah, pretty much seven years. First of all, can you give maybe one or two, or maybe three, if you can think of it. Reasons or or ways that you you ways that you did things that you think that why 33 shake didn't go under in like the first five years like a lot of new <laughs> like a lot of new businesses do okay so this podcast is like yes we are given you a bit of a rundown of some of the ins and outs of 33 shake as a sports nutrition company and one that i've used now since 2013 but also there's a lot of entrepreneurs and there's a lot of budding entrepreneurs and, and business people who listen to this podcast so why What set you apart from a lot of other businesses that maybe go under after five years?
1: I think part of it is stubbornness, part of it is endurance because um, like you, we uh, individually have a background in endurance sports personally and in endurance you keep going. Right? It doesn't really matter how bad it is. The other lesson you learn from endurance is that when you do keep going, no matter when you feel like you cannot possibly take another step, if you can, well, somehow, if you just keep doing that, then it's gonna get better. Now, you can't, you know, you've gotta stay on the course. You've gotta have your warm kit when it comes to nighttime. You've gotta take on the right fuel. But if you follow the basics and keep looking at your compass and keep working out where your map's taking you, you keep taking one step in front of the other, you can't you will find the way. Now it's not guaranteed, it's incredibly fraught, and any business in those early years is hugely vulnerable. But this is where we probably come back to what you were telling me about earlier with your um go on the tree. The Y it? tree. The Y tree. It was a Y tree. Okay, so the Y tree. Now you've got your surface wires that drive you, the things that motivate you to do something there, they're your leaves, right? Yeah. Now When you're in a starting up business there's none of that surface stuff right it's not like you're suddenly getting paid it's not like really anything good financially is happening at all money is going out money is not coming in um so pretty soon you're going to find yourself in autumn and winter, right? And you're back to, the, to those branches on the trees. There's no leaves.
0: So what was your fuel source to keep going then? You know, we talked about the Y tree before we started to record where the, the deep-rooted why is the, the, the fuel source that when everything goes wrong, when you're not selling product, when you can't get investment, when the bills keep racking up and the product's not going off the shelves, so to speak, because you're an online company when all this is going wrong and you're struggling to think how are we going to get through this? What are your deep rooted whys? What is your internal fuel source as a company that is driving you forward to keep going all in to make this a success?
1: You have to come back to having something that's much bigger than the day to and much bigger than yourselves. And we're always, it's amazing, you know, in this company has been growing a long time, but I still, Am learning myself what the motivation is. I know what the motivation feels like, but articulating it is a constant, you know, evolution. And the best way I can put it at the moment is: we want to uh, improve the health and performance, and make a million happier, healthier, faster, faster athletes. Right? The belief that we can do something much better and far greater beyond ourselves for the community that we care about in in the athletic world—that is the fire that pushes that forward. As well as that, you need that behind you to push you forwards. But if you're going forwards, you need to know where you're going. So then we come down to visualization, okay? Visualize your future and go there every day. So once you're doing this, go there in your mind every day. That's the bit I need to add. Thank a great guy called Sean Connolly for that one. Um, If you're listening, Sean, that's a big shout out to you. Um, But by building that future picture, okay, so what's this gonna mean for all these athletes? What's the company gonna look like? What's it gonna mean for our life? You can see where you're going on this journey. So you can then, it's like setting a compass bearing. I know where I'm going. I know the direction I'm going in. I know I need to keep taking one step after the other. I know that when it's bad, it's gonna get good. And when it's good, it's gonna get bad. I'm just gonna keep putting one foot in front of the other and the fuel that's driving that, that's that mission to, you know, absolutely transform this industry and make athletes faster healthier and happier on a huge scale
0: yeah so you're trying to look out for i guess your your business philosophy maybe is to try and help athletes become i can't say it as eloquently as you did but faster stronger and better um and you talked about visualizing where you want to be i think that's very important whether you're an athlete whether an entrepreneur or someone in business so what has thirty three de- date thirty three date thirty three shape done do you just visualize five years do you visualize ten years do you visualize twelve months five years ten years what 's been your strategy in terms of that
1: so we literally uh we have a a rolling five year master plan it 's about an eight page document for us uh, You could probably get it down to two pages it was just text but
0: but you are uh, a journalist so you like to Waffle on a bit. I, I like to waffle
1: <laughs> on a bit and it's, ours is all done up as, a, as like a PowerPoint with, with the images and stuff. I keep it on my phone. Uh, Erica has it. Dan has it. The point of this document, this is our North Star, that lays out the five-year plan. Right Now, that's all very good but it's pretty hard to get excited about goals that are that far away or if they're that big. Like You can't run 100 miles straight off. You can't think about running 100 miles when you're running it. You're going to the next aid station. Sometimes you're just going to the next step And it's the same with this, but if you've got that end point, there's your five-year point. Right, now let's bring it back. What does that mean for the next 12 months? What does that mean for the next quarter? What does that mean for this month? And that is our North Star. Now, you cannot only do that work in any month because on top of that, you know there's going to be firefighting to do. Something's going to go wrong. Something will break on the website. There'll be five other things crop up. But if you only deal with that shouty and urgent stuff, your important stuff on the master plan won't get done. You won't take your step forward. The book, if anyone, uh, for any entrepreneurs out there looking at this, um, the book that we built the foundation of all this from, it's from a guy called Chuck Blakeman and the book is called Making Money is Killing Your Business. Um, really transformative, really lays out a super solid plan. I've read a lot of books like that and they're, they'll, they'll fire you up, but ultimately some can be a bit like junk food. They don't leave you with the tools. That book gives you the tools too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's this good of a book that Warren has recommended it to me about three or four times. (laughs) And every time he's recommended it to me, I've said, yeah, I know you've recommended it to me and I've read it, but thanks. And then it'll be like three months later. So I've got this really good book that you should read. And he tells me again. And I said, yes, I know you've recommended it to me before and I've read it. So for for one more time was, yes, it is a good book and I have read it. Thanks.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Look, I've got this brilliant book you should read. I'll go get you a copy. It's next door.
0: So, Let's dive into something else. What have been the difficulties that 33 Shake have faced when going up against mainstream sports nutrition that have... I'll um, we'll just leave it at that. I won't, I won't say yeah. more.
1: So, I mean, ordinary sports nutrition that, that dominates the market, um, it's pretty cut and paste type stuff. If you are an ingredient geek like me, Uh, and you lay out the ingredient labels of the five most popular energy gels, whey protein powders, and uh, uh, energy drink mixes, you'll see they're 95 to 98% the same. Yet the claims, the marketing, the packaging is very different. So um, probably our biggest first challenge is that most people really do not care about that in any degree. Okay? Um, this message that this stuff is good for you and, the, and professional athletes are using it, which they are, or at least they're holding the bottle that, that says they use it. Um, you know, that message has been pushed so long and so hard that generally, and this is true if you're going to try and change any significant market, uh, you better understand pretty quickly the customer doesn't care. You think you have the best possible thing in the world for them. Like, this is going to change their life, and they're like, meh the majority are not sitting there waiting, going, I just wish there was some incredible natural sports nutrition, because I'm worried about what's in my energy gel. Like, I think they should be, but the sooner anyone ready to change the world with their products or services realises that's not the case, the better. So that, that's the first biggest one, like literally, uh, there's a lot of apathy out there. It's not because people don't care. They're busy, right?
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things that 33 Shake has done well, and it's that exact reason, is you've created real foods, sports nutrition products but part of like your website and your brand is about educating people and with your background in in journalism and your obviously your passion for for real food uh, as well and healthy eating and healthy nutrition and a healthy diet I think that goes together. When you look at your website, you you know, I get your your monthly emails, your weekly emails, and it's not just like buy this product, buy this product. Your blogs are informative. You know, you have articles on your website, you have videos, you have podcasts. So you even had you. Yeah, you even have me. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm trying to keep this you know professional, you know, and all top shelf. And then you bring me into it. Um, but what I like about it is, and one of the reasons why you know i've been well i guess you call it an ambassador now since 2015 since the ultimate triathlon that's where we sort of really forged uh, a an official unofficial relationship yeah. where i went from a just an, the normal paying customer to um, be an ambassador and endorsing the product well, i guess the same as what i always was but we made it work for each other and one of the reasons why i've continued to do this and i guess that's and alongside this is why we've become such close friends, is I love what you're doing with the brand in terms of you're not just all about flogging the product, you're about educating people with not just about our products are the best because of A, B, and C. You're educating people on how they can make better choices for themselves with what they put in their mouths. Was this a strategy that you had from day one or was it how it evolved over time?
1: It's It's a great question and it's definitely... I mean, the education part was always so strong, and a bit like I said, the whole, the whole mission, even though Erica and myself, Dan, we could always feel in our gut what that mission was, learning to articulate it. Um, that takes time, uh, you know, and tell, uh, as any story, it grows and evolves. Um, and it was similar with that content, so I think what's probably changed, nothing has changed from even wanting to put that education out there. Rather than say, you must buy our product, and you must use it every day and you need 20 gels to run one marathon and you must have five bottles of water at this point and two gels here and a bite. Like, a lot of that is nonsense. Um, We would never have done that, but it was about giving people the best possible information so they can make their own choices. Like, I don't mind, you're not using our product, but you can learn from our blogs the best ways to fuel yourself. Now, I would like to think that anyone following that path would say, well, hey, I might try this stuff out as part of this strategy. But I mean, at least 70% of the stuff on our blogs isn't even about product. It, you know, it's about race strategy, it's about mindset, it's about you know, ways that you can improve your performance. Because so much of, I guess this is just it, part of it is a rebellion against what's out there. So much sports nutrition just telling people dogmatically what to do. And the truth is, you get a much better result going the opposite way. Once you learn to tune into your own body, um, and once you learn to experiment and once you realize that what you're being told about a lot of nutrition is, is often wrong and certainly not the be all and end all, it's about giving people the tools that they can then become the best they can be and they can find their own way, but we're just going to help them you know, with the tools to find that way. And I'd like to think, hope that for a lot of those people, 33 will become part of that journey. But if it doesn't, I don't care because if they're using some of that information, they're already taking a step ahead. Um, and we were already moving towards that. You know, that's part of fulfilling the mission
0: perfect so I don't know if you can put this down to one thing in a, uh, in a concise answer but what's, one of the, what's the biggest thing or, or some things that you've learnt from doing um, what you've learnt from starting a business and being in business while going down a direction very few have dared to go down If you do that,
1: um, and the quote, I'm probably about to butcher it, it's from a guy called Astro Teller. Um, And he, uh, among other things, was head of Google's Project X division, may even still be. Um, And I think he said is, uh, when you go for a moonshot, it is normally, I mean, what is it? It might be 10 times harder, but the rewards are much greater than 10 times more. Now, I've totally butchered that quote. The point is, though, what he's getting at is when you do something that seems impossible actually it's not as impossible as it looks once you start breaking it down and moving on it and secondly the impact and rewards that you can deliver by doing that are so much more than the sum of the parts of what it took to get you there so one is don't be afraid to dream dream big you know if you, you know, if you're dreaming big dream bigger you know if you have a purpose if you have a vision then take the leap you know if people can't tell you tell you you can't do it well, it's a, your fault if you listen. You know, most people are dealing with their restrictions, not yours. Now, this does not mean you won't crash and burn. This does not mean you will not take a bloody nose. This does not mean you're even going to succeed. But if you've got a drive, if you've got a desire, and if you've got, you can visualize that goal, you've got a point between them. And the last one I'm going to put into that is. The concept of stone soup is probably the most important concept for anyone building this stuff. And I, I see you smiling there. So you've had your fair share of stone soup, right? I think the ultimate triathlon was stone soup in full effect. And it's a lot of the same way 33 has been built. So for, for anyone not familiar with it, it's an old fable. Um, it's about soldiers who come into a town. Uh, the whole town then shuts the doors, won't let them in. The soldiers have been out for, on a campaign or whatever. They've got nothing, but they've got a pot. And no one's giving them any food. So they put the pot out, they go, let's make stone soup. They put the stones in the water, they put the they pour they put the uh, get the water boiling. And this arouses the attention of one curious neighbor who just opens the windows to peeks out. What are you doing? We're making stone soup. How do you make that? Oh look, you just get the pot, you get the stones, you heat up. It's delicious. That'll never work. Oh no, it's amazing. I tell you what makes it really good what's that bit of onion oh, I've got an onion, and the neighbor comes along and brings a bit of onion now, as this compounds then suddenly someone brings a chicken and someone brings potatoes. They end up with this beautiful soup. It was nothing to do with the stones. The point is. If you don't create something, no one's going to be interested at all. You have to create something and they started there with nothing. Like, it might not work. No one goes for it. You've just got a load of hot stones in water and you're going hungry and that is a very real risk. Like, let's not glamorise entrepreneurship because at times it's the hard. Well, it, I've never done anything harder in my life um, but also I've never done anything more rewarding in my life so there, there, there it goes. But uh, yeah, so there, stone soup. That's a key concept.
0: There we go. You've heard it here first. To be successful in business, you need to make stone soup from the guys at 33 Shake. Uh, Very, very fitting with a sports nutrition company. I guess stones could be qualified as real food to a degree. (laughs) Good roughage. Yeah. Um, And also, I like the fact that you guys look at that five-year plan and then look at every 12 months look at every quarter look at every month and then I know you guys also look at every week you have a meeting every week to look at what you're going to achieve over the next seven days so I think that's that's the whole concept of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time you've got this big goal that you want to do it's your five-year plan and you break that down and I think to finish off this episode with you it was a I like the fact that you came back around and it's like, if you don't build something, then you can't create an empire, you can't create a business. If you don't start it, then it's not gonna happen. Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you never take, right? There we go. And the final thing, the final question that I'm going to ask you before we finish up here on this episode of the Luke's Down Podcast is, what 's next for thirty three shake
1: Ooh, funny you should ask because not only so as, as we, we began and you know the, the company was named after the first product thirty three ingredients one shake blend that 's the thirty three shake uh, the the brand is transitioning to thirty three so it'd be thirty three natural sports nutrition um we have one two we've got three new products on the way a protein bar an energy bar an energy drink mix we've got an electrolyte coming out all four of those are going to be well let's just say they're not going to be like anything else that's out there <laughs> you know it's just, just like, like the other products just like everything else now, use it the same way get a much better result none of the downsides no crap so that's that's coming but i think beyond that as well we're, we're taking a a big step out into working with more uh teams at the elite level and more athletes and, and that those feedback loops we've just been doing some stuff with the royal marines and their cycling team and triathlon team lately and literally those feedback loops are driving even better product development going forwards on top of what we've got so more of the same, you know, we're marching on one step at a time, we're, we're not, we have not improved the, uh, the health, happiness and speed of a million athletes yet, but we are a good few thousand chunk in, and um, you know, the journey is on, so we'll just keep eating the elephant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one bite at a time. One
1: bite at a time, we might even need another elephant the rate we're
0: going. Oh, who knows, who knows. So I'm excited, I haven't tried these new products yet, but... Uh, I know they are coming and when I do, uh, I will let all of you know, uh, we might even, we sure we should do, we should get like a taste test one time and we'll get a bunch of people and they can they can tell us what they think of all the Well, I'm,
1: I'm hoping we can, uh, we'll certainly have some ready for you for trial before you go to Ireland um, and if the trials work out the way we think they do, then you can be using them across there too.
0: There we go. So you'll see that all over my social media feed and also uh, in my kit review before and after Ireland as well. Waza, thank you very much for coming on the Luke's Laydown podcast. I've got a lot of gratitude for you to take the time out of your day. I know you're very busy um, creating the 33 Empire that you are. So I appreciate that. I I have gratitude for you spending the time. And I just want to say uh, thanks very much for sharing some of the wisdom. And uh, what 33 Shake has been doing and where they're going.
1: Mate, real pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for coming over here. And um, I really, just uh, I'm very glad and very happy that James introduced us when he did. Because I remember at the time I was thinking, what do I want to talk to some guy about nutrition about? And you were thinking the same thing, like, what do I want to talk to this guy about nutrition about? and look where we are now mate I, I wouldn't have it any other way so thank you
0: no worries and i will add to that story because it is funny because i do remember I remember sitting exactly where i was in my house and james is like this guy's on nutrition he's got this company yeah great and you got on the phone you had your salesman voice on you were pitching me 33 shake and i'm like look stop there you don't have to pitch it to me i get it What you've just told me is in your shake, I had a breakfast, I had a smoothie for breakfast and I had 16 ingredients of your 33 shake. So don't have to pitch it for me. And I think that was the thing that cut the ice with you and I, is that we. it wasn't about the products. It was like we both were on the same page in terms of real food and eating, um, not junk. And I think that's what's connected us uh, there's been many more things that have connected us over the years, but that's where it started. <laughs> that is all where it began. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. And thank you, all the listeners of this episode of the Luke Slowdown Podcast. As always, let me know what you think. Have you tried 33 Shake products? There is a bunch on their website at 33shake.com. They are at go 33 shake on social media, give them a shout out, see what they're up to. They've got a bunch of different products, gels, shakes, super greens, protein powders, and all of the new products that Warren dropped here first on the Luke's Lay Podcast. I don't know how public that is, so you're very lucky, you're welcome. Um, and remember to leave a comment if you enjoyed the episode, share it on social media, um, share it with all your friends and always, Share it with your mum. She might want a bit of 33 shake in her life. You never know. And I'm going to wrap it up right there. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Luke Slowdown podcast. I will be here again next week, sharing with you another episode. But until then, be real and be you.